You're about to listen to the Wissam Sharif podcast. This effort is made possible by our monthly supporters on Patreon. Please visit patreon.com slash Wissam Sharif to become a monthly patron and help us to make more projects like this. Thank you for listening and please enjoy. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Wissam Sharif podcast. My name is Brother Jawad, as always, host for today along with Imam Wissam Sharif. Assalamu alaikum Wissam. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu Jawad. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, alhamdulillah. A bit of a late start this morning, uh, but alhamdulillah doing well. Alhamdulillah. Uh, I'm going to uh, reveal something on the podcast and I'm the Quran guy. Jawad, your name is not Jawad. <laughs> Allah Akbar. <laughs> Happening uh, now. It's live, bro. I am actually, if we can unpack this later, I never realized. Mm. Uh, um, I, I apologize. I, I, <laughs> it's okay. I apologize and I would like to say your name properly. No joke. That is the first time it crossed my mind and that, that is today's uh, topic for everyone joining us. A lighthearted discussion today, friends, on nostalgia and on the fact that there are things that have beautiful memories associated to them. Jawad, how are you doing today? I'm I'm doing good, alhamdulillah. And it's it's interesting because that, that's what we wanted to talk about today. Nostalgia kind of benefits the believer because uh, you all folks may be outside of, of Ramadan. Maybe Ramadan was a few weeks back for you. Um, we are in the in the thick of Ramadan. We are in our first recording of Ramadan, alhamdulillah, uh, from when the time we're recording right now. Um, and it's just interesting. We were thinking about that idea of looking back uh, as well as understanding that right now is a time that you'll look back on too. Um, and how that process, one, Allah SWT says that, you know, reminder benefits the believer, this idea of we're very forgetful. And so that reminder, you know, benefits you. But I think about when people say that, I feel like they, they talk about it as hearing the Quran again benefits the believer or hearing a reminder of like advice or something like that benefits. But I think the reason we're kind of switching up this transition to the idea of nostalgia is because being reminded in many different ways, because memories have so many forms. You know, there's a smell sometimes, there's a an audio sometimes, there's a feeling sometimes, there's, you know, these types of things, uh, the way someone said something, um, you know, it brings, like if I say, like I remember you when I read that in the Quran again, like there's, there's so much more to it. And it's when an emotional reminder comes up, I feel like that, that's the that that has true benefit because it puts you back in that moment in that place in that stage, uh, especially when those are stages where you feel closer to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. I think that Ramadan can do that for a lot of people. Of it's it's every year you build you're building new memories and hopefully positive uh, associations and memories that help carry you throughout the year and make you excited when Ramadan comes again. Makes you a little bit sad when Ramadan's out, um, and so that's. That's kind of the concept of the idea. And it's funny when you look back at things, how you can see them with new eyes, such as uh, for, what, 10 years? You've called me to watch the Tukhbib guy. Very <laughs> uh, actively, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, Brother Juwan, Brother Juwan. And I never, I never spelled it out. So to all of our listeners, if you could get cozied in uh, for a little while in today's episode, we do want to sit down and take you back to Ramadan feeling. So whether you're driving or if you possibly are, I was, I was thinking about it. If someone's working out, you know, get in for the long haul, get ready for the cardio that Ramadan allows you to. So what can I jump in with one, uh, like just one 
a wave, one feeling of nostalgia that happens in Ramadan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's Ramadan for me right now, and I'm sitting to read uh, all of Surah Nisa, right? So it's, it's part of Tarawih. We've got a live audience. And Jawad, no joke, like working out, I'm two pages into 27. And I'm like, uh, I don't, I, I'm not gonna, I can't do this. Like, I, I, every year, every year, first of Ramadan, first two, three days, I'm like, no way, I can't do this. This, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to basically tap out at some point. And it's that David Goggins feeling, Jawad, of, nope, just, and I think it was your advice you gave me, Jawad, was do something or uh, until you uh, do something till you're bored and then do it for 12 minutes or then do it for yeah like, do it longer the longer you do it like do something you're bored longer like like do it even more so basically like double down in it right as soon as you get bored it, it, yeah. it basically is, is the now you're warming up so mm-hmm. david goggin says when you're like this is it you know i can't do it you're at 40% so the Ramadan feeling that I think everyone maybe could turn on right now is, you know that feeling, ah, oh, I can't, I can't. We read all of Surah Nisa in one shot, this is the most uh, recent. And it's 30, it's like 30 pages, Jawad, and it, it gets really, really heavy. And you're like, oh man, I don't know if I can do this. And I, I bring everyone back to that feeling of, I don't think I can. And then you end up crossing what you couldn't like by four times. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're, you're done by, and it's 10 o'clock or uh, Rawi is finishing and you have that feeling of, yo, I'm amped. Like this is, this is the beginning. And, and to me, that is if our listeners can teleport themselves, you know, time travel back to that feeling. Now Shaitan is in your ear, but as Jawad and I uh, capture this moment, Shaitan isn't. I think this is, this is really interesting. We're speaking from a Satanless uh, vortex, if that's fair to say, and they're in the you know the ever flowing energy outside. And so, pause and create that moment inside you where I don't think I can do it anymore. Oh, I I I don't have the motivation. It's like motivation doesn't come from the outside. That's the nostalgia nostalgia I take from Ramadan. Is anytime I hear a quote of "It's all in you," I'm like, "Yeah, it is." Just go to go to Ramadan, and Ramadan pumps you back to that feeling of, "I didn't think I could, but I can." And isn't that what nostalgia does, though? To to what doesn't it? Ya ayuhaladina amanu kutiba alaykum usliyam fast because fasting has been prescribed to the people before you. That's throwback. You're gonna ask yeah. elders. You're gonna ask the generate. Oh, how is it fasting in your years? There is something that uh, old stories and memories and uh, the throwback feeling takes you to a time, to a vibe. So what what does it mean for you? Absolutely. I, th- I think that that's the, especially with fasting, I think um, it just weirdly creates memories. I mean, Ramadan creates memories in general with the environment and the masjid and these types of things. And may Allah protect us for those who were able to have some semblance of the masjid experience this year and those who weren't. Um, you know, but, uh, I think it's that idea. Cause I think when I, when I, even when I think about fasting, I think of the idea of, uh, and I feel like this has come up a lot more. This Ramadan people are talking about a lot more. Uh, I heard about, I heard a reminder on this last night, um, of the idea that when you explain fasting to someone else who has never fasted or who is from a different faith or whatever it is, 
it's like explain it to them and look at the, the you know how confused they are at how you're telling this with a smile like you stay away from food and drink and not even water for so long and i think there's that uh that love and joy that muslims have for this thing and i think that that's uh part of the beauty of and as you're describing part of the beauty of ramadan is this idea that we embrace like the full the full journey of our story like a story is you get that satisfaction and catharsis but you don't get through catharsis without getting to that little like dark night of the soul as i'm using screenplay terms at this point that little point where you you go past the threshold enough to where it's like i don't think i can do this anymore and it's like you're beautiful you're right on time that's exactly where you should be if you're trying to change if you're trying to get to the next stage if you're trying to upgrade your opinion of god and yourself like if you're trying to do these things that's the threshold you have to get to and ramadan pushes you to that threshold whereas most of us are like very you know don't want to go near that uh, uncomfortable zone. And throughout the year, you wouldn't push the boundary as much. Uh, throughout the year, you wouldn't get out into your comfort zone. I think that's what we admire about these, about uh, you know Dwayne Johnson, the people at in the Olympics and sports, or mm-hmm. even uh, overcoming difficulties. Like, well, how did they? I mean, I can't get myself to get out of bed, or I can't get myself to feel as good as Ramadan. But I think that threshold comes, Jawad, before we take a step forward, anyone who's outside Ramadan, wasn't it amazing just to see those masajid who were empty to be full? Because Jawad, I, Jawad, I sat in uh, the our prayer space with the blue carpet, everyone knows it, and I did the journey last year, 120 hours, empty, empty, and to mm-hmm. see the masjid this year, full auxiliary rooms have been opened so the distancing can happen we carpeted the day's care we carpeted the the hallway we carpeted so many places so people could pray in little pockets and i wanted to celebrate jawad it's not just a full of brothers and there's a vaccinated section there's a non-vaccinated section you know what there's uh sisters praying in the masjid again hello yeah, like I was the total one. I said it in my khutbah. Oh, sisters don't have to come. You know, like, and I, I said it at the time because, hey, let's take the pressure off. But after a year, if I was a woman, I only have sisters. So I, can, I, I feel like that phrase I say a lot more, a lot more frequently than normal guys. If I was a woman, yo, I want to come back. Thank you for your explanation that I don't have to come. And now that we're beyond that, I want to come. It provides you an, a collective worship for two hours. So I'm just celebrating this, Joah, not to get off topic, but the nostalgia of coming to the masjid and praying and standing and having no idea what the imam is saying directly. And if you were lucky, you grabbed a Musa and an Ibrahima and a Hafu. But other than that, you were like, eh, I'm, but I'm standing getting the beat. So to me, it's so wonderful to have for anyone who did not have people, you know, gathering in their local area, just think about it though. It was, can you say double than what it was last year? Do I? Like, yeah, must it was definitely hope. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, a little detour there to say uh, it is so beautiful to see uh, people back in their prayer spaces. The collective worship makes things easy. Mm-hmm. It, it, just easier to. Uh, harder to, to do all the, the jumping yourself, to do all the recitation your own, it's tough. Um, so 
that's where I think we're all coming to is, is it okay to, to create memories in Ramadan and then carry them out? That to me is basically what you're doing. You're making yeah. spiritual, you know, your spiritual energy drink to say, I, you all hearing our voices outside of Ramadan. And, and, and you might even feel like, but when I hear their, when I hear the guys, when I, you hear us, you might be feeling it's inside of us. There is a motivation within us to turn it, you know, all the way up. And I'll give you a one way to, Jawad. When I want to turn on the feeling of Ramadan, and it, it might be cheesy, it might be tacky, but I'll read Inna Anzalna Hufi Laylatil Qadr in a, in a Sunnah, or I'll even read it just like a, in a Fatiha form. And I'll say, Oh Allah, I'm worshiping you as if. It was What's the difference? Mm-hmm. What's the difference of how much I'm going to turn it on to worship him right now, as opposed to on that night? So to me, it's all about supercharging the feeling and then taking it outside of Ramadan. Yeah, for sure. And I think I think we might have talked about this uh, in a co- maybe a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I think that that's that's the thing is that the reminder benefits the believer thing is so strong because. It's that same concept of anchoring that I think we talked about with the Tony Robbins stuff of just like you're creating a mental memory anchor that you're going to hold on to or you're going to use when you're feeling down or when you're feeling like it's, you know, life is tough or whatever it is that's coming on to you. You're going to use, you know, whatever phrase or whatever, you know, whatever dhikr, whatever it is that you can to put yourself back in the mode of that one Ramadan dua that was really, you know, precious and amazing for you. Um, and it's just you trying to create those moments more and more and you don't get to them without doing kind of the boring in between, you know, obligatory prayers and sunnah if you like you can and all the, all that stuff. And I think we talked about it a few weeks back of you're going to have highs and lows and everybody always has this. And whenever you have that moment of that strong feeling, it's an anchor. It's something that's actually a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it's not expected. It's not something that automatically comes at the end of, you know, okay, I prayed a hundred salah, punched in my ticket and now I get to feel good or whatever it is. It's like, no, Allah will distribute it when he distributes it. And the more you do it, the more, the more of them you get. Uh, but it's just a matter of you holding on, like how much can you hold on to the feeling of one to, rem- to remind yourself of this spiritual moment of, I remember when I connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that, the, the the ecstasy of that feeling gets me to keep going until inshallah Allah blesses me to feel that connection again uh, and I don't stop the journey because I'm not feeling it because then it's like you know I, oh my god I'm with this you know we're hiking we're hiking we're hiking and it's just like man there's no tops of mountains here why am I continuing I'm gonna stop until you know I'd rather be on, like why can't we just be top to mountain to top to mountain to top to mountain you know gotta be it's got and it's it's gotta go and come. And in Ramadan, though, aren't the stakes a little higher where, Jawad, couldn't I not only reach the state of ecstasy, but what I've been experiencing in this month, in these last seven days, could the sweetness of the moment be so great where, Jawad, I came home, the same irritation of maybe a child um, did something or you exchange words with a spouse or something happened. And is that moment so sweet that you can be like, nope, mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me. And that's what I'm, that, that's the, the next level, which I would ask folks to, yes, as Jawad is saying, stand in the Salah. Stand in the Salah, not know what's going on for every word, 
make the prayer, stay up with the obligatory things. And when God, uh, you know, when you have a moment with God and encounter, not only go through the ups and downs, but I would like you to pause in the moment long enough to be like, oh God, this is so good. It's gonna, I'm not going to be in a bad mood for at least three days. I'm not going to let something bother me or, or kind of challenge the moment. Be like, let's see what's going to get me in a bad mood. Cause this, this connection is that amazing. And I feel like nobody makes that connection to what we're always saying, uh, find the, the good moment. And then, you know, and even I'm like, and then read a dua to pick yourself back up, but kind of like the half life. Why can't we make our, our, our healing last longer until we're constantly in that grace? And I understand you can't, it can't always be Ramadan. It wouldn't be Ramadan. But could I be in the presence, in the nostalgia of God? I mean, what is dhikr? The remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the reminder that I'm going to go back to him. What about remembering, I met you, Allah. I met you. Oh, Allah, you created me. Oh, Allah, you're God. That's living in the nostalgia. Am I, and maybe I'm using it incorrectly. But I want to live in the nostalgia that God created me. Yeah, and, and even what you're saying, because I was just going to come to the idea of collective nostalgia of, uh, we're talking about, you know, the most powerful ones are going to be things you've experienced yourself and you're conscious of them and you were like, wow, that's great. But there's a reason that our tradition includes stories of previous prophets and stories of, of the past, of people of the past who are on the same path as you, who have the same belief as you, and who went through similar trials to what you're going to go through. And that's, we take the power from that idea of I'm not alone in this struggle because Prophet also dealt with, you know, difficulty in his marriage or also dealt with uh, people who are bullying him on the outside or also dealt with all these different things. And then even what you're going so far as to say is just like, I remember my soul met Allah and I said, that indeed I bear witness that you were there. That Honestly, you know what that makes me think of? It makes me think of the fact that I sometimes trick myself into remembering memories because I saw a picture of it and my, and like, and my family tells the story. So like, man, when you were a kid, this happened, whatever it is. And I'm like, I don't have any memory of it, but I pretend I kind of do because even if they don't have a picture, I just kind of pretend they kind of do be like, remember when we as a family went to, you know, DC and we saw the memorial and they're like, you were, you were a baby. What are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah, but we went together. Yeah. You know? And it's like, but this is literally your soul actually was there, but it's like, you're trying to reaccess that, that memory that has been blocked from like top of mind, but you've been told about it now. And it's like, can you, can you have that kind of, that, that cute child approach to being like, yeah, yeah, I remember, but it's, it's truthful. Like, and, and can you use that to say like, man, Allah, the same Allah that I witnessed that day is the same Allah that I'm witnessing throughout my life that brought me the goodness and, and, and brought me the tests and trials to make me better today. And, and I think that's what we're always trying to access. That's what we didn't say our intro, but that's what abundantly connected to Allah is. It's like any path you can find back to Allah in, in any of these ways you can think about it. And what a beautiful opinion of sorts. Hmm. What you just said was, the one who's been, who's been testing me, but giving me the good, the one who created me. And yes, the what it returns me back to a place to say, yeah, yeah, I remember. And, and you just, you start to go to that place of nostalgia that I haven't, I haven't seen you recently, but I know you are taking care of me. And that to some of our listeners might be, yo, bro, that's like, that's next level. Mm-hmm. Yes, but why would you want to experience you know, 
once you you drink organic milk, I don't know where to go with this one. Once you have some some top the, the purest form of A5 Wagyu beef, uh, once you have that, it's kind of everything else. You know, it, it isn't. So why why wouldn't we create that nostalgia with our Lord now? In order to let's kind of deconstruct. In order to think about to be in the grace of God all the time, I think it's about creating more individual moments mm-hmm. for for the grace to be always the nostalgia of God to be always. Then I think you have to have more intimate one-on-one moments. You have to, that, you have, to have more to grab onto again. Like as much that's why you're building as many as you can, so you have more to grab onto, and that comes and and that. All forms. This comes from both that individual draw experience. This comes from the more knowledge you get. And I, you know what? You know what's funny? I drive around and sometimes, like even here, especially here in Dallas, it happens a lot. Where it's like when I drive by a place, I remember like what podcast lecture I was listening to at place and time. Sometimes, and I'm like, man, I think about where I was in life and stuff. But I have, I, I have that weird sense of memory, especially with audio. That whenever I have an, I listen to audio or lecture or something like that, I remember it was usually in my car. But I remember where I was uh, at the time for those types of things. It's like a time stamp, like a time yeah. stamp uh, to where you were. That's absolutely uh, that is absolutely wonderful because, uh, and, and maybe every Jawad, couldn't you say that? Then someone would be like, "Yeah, when I drove through here, I heard that song," and and that's why there's such powerful emotions tied to you know the scent where you are. So could Jawad, could we take uh, control over the nostalgia by having ether, by having, um, and, and tell me if I'm a little off shaded here to say, and that's why the religious signals, the beard or the cap or the hijab or the miswak or the loose fitting clothes, the clothing's different, but some min How how could I translate that? Uh, uh, a token? Yeah, sacred, uh, yeah, sacred symbols or items or whatever, yeah. Right, it, yeah, right, it feels, it feels either we're going on a mystical journey or things just got really dirty. So, <laughs> but the cap, the cap, or, or let's not talk about dress. Carrying a small amount, a small little tiny bottle or a, a, a slither of, uh, uh fragrance, itter. Not, not just uh, spray bottles, guys. I'm talking about like some nice oil, something that uh, will stay with you, and it doesn't have an attractive. There's something about ether. You could take me, uh, Jawad. Jawad, we can say it's not seductive. It's just uh, uh, appropriate. Mm-hmm. I feel like every fragrance is like uh, axe. Axe is, you know, <laughs> brother. Look, this is my ether. I'm like, I don't know. I I don't feel so ether. I don't feel so. Ithar. It doesn't. It gives me a different nostalgia. Mm. I'll tell you one uh, outside of Ramadan. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you outside outside of Ramadan. I'll tell you what it reminds me. So uh, I think it's it's fair for, for. I hope that everyone outside is saying, "Are we just asking you to make dicker all the time?" Mm. Start having moments. So when you smell that fragrance. It's not. When you do clean your teeth with a miswaka stick, we could talk about. Then you say, I want my mouth to be fresh when I say my Lord's name, when I say my God's name. And I'm not afraid. It took years to be able to come here. 
in this nostalgia, though, what would you agree a level of romance needs to be developed? I would hear Sheikh Mukhtar Mughrawi and mm. Sheikh Mush- and they would say, I was like, I am in, and I would I may kind of make a joke out of it, be like, I don't even understand what that means. But Jawad now, having, being married, having grown up, having counseled kids, is there a, is there a romance in nostalgia or is there something to be developed of romance so that you can have these moments of nostalgia? Yeah. And it's, there's a process of romanticizing them. That, that I think we we sometimes automatically do, and we think that oh, that's some objective way that like it only happens for certain things. But it's like no, you you choose what you choose to romanticize, um, and sometimes that is like <clears throat> I think that's the thing. Sometimes with with Dean and religion, when talking to folks about about this thing, it's like uh, they it feels like a foreign language sometimes when a new person might come to like a crew of, of friends of mine or whatever it is, and we you know reflect on like man, remember that Ramadan or that Qiyamul or that you know, we, some Islamic thing, and they're just like, wait, you guys are like talking about like staying up all night in the mosque, mosque of this praying. Like, what are, what are you talking about? Like, why is it, why are you guys talking about it like it was a, like a tournament or like something fun or that? Like, it doesn't sound fun at all to me. And it's like, no, no, we, we have, I mean, we have tournaments we'll talk about and we'll have fun, you know, MSA days or, or college days or other things, but we apply that same level of romanticizing the past sometimes to these, like, and it, it's, it's, these Islamic, uh, you know, experiences and encounters and, and community, you know, things that we did together. And I think that having the openness to understand that, like, you have to sometimes manually do that process so that you can have create positive associations with Allah, create positive associations with, you know, what it is. And sometimes people, the simplest thing to do, if it was hard for you to get up and go to the masjid or to actually read the Quran and you're like, my God, I haven't read it so long and I'm mispronouncing everything, whatever it is. And the, the littlest thing of, man, I made effort that day. Like that's a romantic thing, and just like made an effort. You read a line of Quran. You touched the Quran. To, like my dad used to say that all the time. Of just like if you can't read Quran every day, touch Quran every day. Just like just touch it. Like touch the book off the shelf. That's what touch it to turn it is. Is that is? I'm saying. I'm telling you. That's why Allah was Allah. And and the the what? Yes. And you made the effort to touch it. Would we go the extra step to say? And I did it for you. You know, like, if once you finish the dance routine and you're like, for your beloved, you're like, ta-da. He does, you might have, like, done a horrible, you know, performance. But I think your point is, but I did it for you. And, and, I, and I feel like we're afraid to have these romantic moments with God. Oh, yeah. oh Allah, I'm doing this just for you. Uh, ya Hamidu Alhamdulillah. Alhamid is uh, the most praiseworthy. And and there's this very, to me, like, red roses romantic phrase when I say, Ya Hamidu, oh most praiseworthy, Alhamdulillah, 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 Alhamdulillah. And that to me, Jawad, would have been, I'm speaking from Ramadan, I mean, it would have been kind of like, oh wow, that's super, that's super religious. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how you said the friends would talk about the, the masjid uh, and staying up all night as a positive thing. That was my definition of, oh no, that's religious. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, those guys, they talk about their religious experiences positively. And, and I want to go to that uncomfortable place because as a male, you're like, we're having these 
giddy, giddy, positive, um, strong emotions, and we're having it together. I, I think that's something new to say out loud. Maybe a your present generation is okay with that. So what? But that is something I think that blocks the nostalgia, the fear of. Are we going to sit around and be like, yo, that Fudger was amazing, yo. Imam just like, he went, he went off. Like, why can't we use those phrases? So is, um, can we explore that for a second? Or males, are males not willing to explore the nostalgia and romance of a moment? Because A, yo, bro, that's weird to think of Allah romantically. You should you definitely think of your Lord romantic. Because that goes down to the word, right? Romance is not sex. I think that's the, uh, the real, the real thing that it keeps coming around. But we'll we'll unpack that later. Yeah, we'll yeah. unpack that. But it's but, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, to to just uh, just to bring it all the way around that uh, having a, a a relationship with your Lord where you can embrace those feelings and then share those feelings with someone else. So what I think we just uncovered a huge stepping stone to ecstasy. Maybe a lot of guys are like, "Yeah, I want to go," but well, I mean, this needs to be said. So what? Did you ever have to face any vulnerability in sharing your like religious excitement? Like, yo, Alhamdulillah, that was an amazing recitation. That was an amazing reading. I prayed. I felt so close to Allah. Something. Do you ever feel that, that vulnerability? Yeah, I think I felt it earlier on, but I think that honestly, as I've gotten older, it's been like my primary form of da'wah is being excited at religiously things in the presence of others who might find that weird because it's literally given them an ability to one, see that. But I think it's also a thing where it's like, I think I maybe got that from you as well. Like being so excited at religious things is in itself, like having emotions around these things is in itself da'wah of like, in terms of just like, Hey, I'm giving you permission to be like amazed at like that talk or that way we, that was phrased or the recitation was so powerful or whatever it is. And it's like, these don't have to be once in a lifetime experiences. These can be once in a day experiences. There you go. Peak moment. Peak moment. Absolutely. They can happen again and again and they can get better and better. I, I feel like we're trying to get them to just try it once. All your friends are doing it. Like just outside of Ramadan right now, guys and gals, you can hear us. You're in some scenario with headphones or with uh, um, a speaker. Go ahead and be excited about your Lord like it's Ramadan. You know, they say dance like nobody's looking or, you know, there's some yeah, phrase yeah. to be to say, let yourself go. Well, you know, worship Allah like it is Ramadan, <laughs> like it's New Year's. Um, uh, uh, Party like it's New Year's, and, and in this case, worship Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala like it's funny, like it's uh, like it's an odd night in Ramadan. Yeah, that excitement lets people come full circle. Jawad, I wanted to share one moment of nostalgia before we. Uh, I think we had a great time today. Yeah, Thank okay. you very. Uh, I want to share. I wanted this to come more naturally. Uh, but last night in the month of Ramadan, uh, in the speak, in the idea of nostalgia. My students who started memorizing the Quran with me when they were, I believe, let's say between the age of 7 and 11, so it's a group of um, eight, 8 or so young students, 
Last night they texted me, so they they remember, uh, learned to read Quran and went through the various stages of reading, reciting, finishing the Quran, and then effectively memorizing the Quran. And last night, uh, because of COVID and the certain this present situation, the scenario of nostalgia was recreated to the T. Where when they were finishing their Quran, we used to gather in one of the students' house for Tarawih. And whatever they knew, they used to lead up until the year that they finished. And they, they led uh, they led there. After 18 years, Jawad, all of them, Hafiz now, but not leading in any place because of the Ramadan situation, all gathered in that student's same house. Um, and the cat, uh, there was a cat who came and joined the journey. We've, the reason why this is a smile is September 10th, 2001. I started a school called Madrasatul Kahf, the school of the cave. There were nine boys doing Tahbid al-Quran in a cave. It worked. If anyone does the math, they stuck together. They memorized the Quran. Their teacher got really sick, as you could, as you heard later in the story. And they finished their Quran. And last night, I received a text from them saying, um, Thank you for introducing us, inspiring us, and allowing us to be excited around the Book of Allah. And I think that was something that came natural, but Jawad, you, you hit it on the head. Giving someone the space to be excited gives them the space to have that romance, to have that intimacy with the moment, with their Lord. And I believe, alhamdulillah, is no better way for us to conclude today and for you all post-Ramadan, outside, post-Eid, you, you know, you're caught up on all your Netflix, and I don't know who's won the championship, probably by now, right, Andy? No, we still got a little while. So y'all are still enjoying, you're enjoying, but possibly are in the playoffs uh, time, and your, your your movies have come out. What will have come out by now, Jawad? Uh, probably Black Widow, the Marvel stuff. Yeah. Yes, Marvel. I'm sorry, I'm old. Uh, Marvel is <laughs> coming out, you. Um, that was that was the Ahafis School Boys anthem. Mortal Kombat was. <laughs> oh yeah, Mortal Kombat's coming. Yeah. Yes, I think that's like in, that's, in two that's weeks. weeks yeah. It's in Ramadan, so we'll we'll, we'll discuss it later. <laughs> uh, but uh, that was. If anyone understands, when the first movie came out, uh, that was every Hafiz School Boy lost their mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it was. Is a video came come to life. So for everyone, I hope I, we pray that you have a smile on your face. You're able to take grace and light with you for the rest of the day. And if there wasn't a present moment of intimacy, so what do you mind if we lend ourselves to be friends? We will be your first moment of intimacy with your first moment. We can say we introduced you to Allah. <laughs> And we, we set you guys up for this. You had your first moment right now because you might be feeling it right now and saying, they're genuinely happy about God. Yeah. And we would like you to have your own moment. Um, you know, Abdullah, this is my God, Allah. Uh, and Allah knows you very well. And Fatima, this is my Lord. I'd love to introduce you. It's this one last thing. It's funny because a lot of what we're talking about is very rom-com, romantic comedy, like phraseology. And I will break the news to like, especially our younger folks, like 
Yeah, all of that stuff, it's true, but it's for your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa and none of it applies to relationship with your potential future spouse. Like, it, you fill yourself up by having this intimate relationship with Allah subhanahu wa so that you yourself fully, and then you find someone on the path that you can share that with. Thank you so much. I would much rather you take your um, Twilight Anthem of a thousand years. I forgot who. Yeah, something who like that. <laughs> a thousand years and be like, that was definitely Allah. That was definitely Allah that's, loved you. That's why I think of the Muslim like boy bands of the early 2000s and it's all songs about girls, but they're really about Allah. Like it's literally the only thing they did. Take every Bollywood song of I think of you when I breathe and just be like, oh my God, this has been talking about Allah. <laughs> this whole time. So uh, please feel free uh, and, and we will see you all. Um, in our next episode, which will still be uh, in the months of Ramadan. So we pray that you all are enjoying our smaller, um, bite-sized, iftari-sized uh, um, episodes. Jazakallah khair and Dawad for joining us. And thank you. I feel like I'm, after 45 episodes, being reintroduced to the original Jawad. Please stand up. I'm, I'm, I was going to say, my mom calls me Jawad, so you don't have to feel sad. I think that's probably why you called me it from the first time. Probably. No, but it will be it will be appropriate now. You wanna end on the recitation? Absolutely, yes, please. <laughs> أَثَارِهِمْ بِعِيسَى بْنِ مَرْيَمَ مُصَدِّقًا لِمَا بَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ مُصَدِّقًا لِمَا بَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ مِنَ التَّوْرَاةِ وَآتَيْنَاهُ الْإِنْجِيلَ فِيهِ هُدًى وَنُورٌ فيه هدى ونور ومصدقا لما بين يديه من التوراة وهدى وموعظة للمتقين اللهم تقبل منا تلاوة القرآن and you definitely know it's Ramadan because I don't sound like that all the time الله أكبر الخبيرة May Allah accept you all and pray, I pray that puts you a smile on your face. I humbly accept my Lord's gift and I love to recite for you all. We'll see you all. Please make sure that you are reading some amount of scripture so that you can get some of this healing. Our love. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for listening. To support this and other projects and get access to exclusive series and content, Support us monthly by visiting patreon.com slash wissam sharif. Jazakumullahu khair.